0: comic book enthusiasts, creators, and fans alike to the Cheersies Awards. The Turnipage crew and the Nerd Initiative bullpen have gathered the best of 2023 to celebrate the most vibrant and dynamic talent that the comic book industry has to offer. From the visual artists to the wordsmiths who craft compelling narratives, every nominee tonight has contributed to the rich tapestry of comic book storytelling. So buckle up as we embark on a thrilling journey through the panels and pages that have captured our hearts and stoked our imaginations. Tonight, we honor the architects of worlds and the visionaries who make us believe that anything is possible.
1: And yes! welcome to the 2023 nerd initiative cheersies awards what is going on everyone my name is ken m you know me as the host of the odph podcast but i'm also nerd initiatives comics editor-in-chief to my left you're right i just let him do his intro
2: I think tonight's too big for me to do my own. I think it's bigger than me. So, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you live and direct, straight from the ODPH studios. My name is Off the Cuff Tom, your pop culture connoisseur, who is extremely, (laughs) extremely proud to be a part of this wonderful team. And
1: welcome to the Cheersies. And also joining us, the other co-host of Nerd Initiative's Turn a Page. You know him as one half of the dynamic duo of Drafts and Dialogue, bringing you that pop culture knowledge you need each and every week. It is the one and only Matt Roth from Hops Geeks News.
3: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 2023 Cheersies Awards, man. Let's celebrate comic books tonight. Why don't we?
1: Yes, indeed. And definitely want to give a quick shout out to Mickey Smith, who did the video and voiceover for the intro, and you'll hear him and his work all through the night. So definitely want to give him a plug, too. And yes, this is a very special night to celebrate the best of the best in comics that you, the fans, have voted for. So if anybody is not familiar with the Cheersies, this has been an award show that has been going on for the past four years. This will be year number five. And you might know this best from the Cheers to Comics podcast. Shout out to Brian Wayne, who has been doing this for some years now. Brian is doing a lot of great things right now. In fact, congratulations on his uh, recent nuptials. And he was turning this over to us because I had always been the co-host to do it with him. And each year, we've always celebrated the best of the best of comics. And this year coming to Nerd Initiative and with the success of the bullpen and everybody that's been putting in the hard work, giving you the news and reviews you need to know to go to the comic shops. This year's Cheersies Awards ballots have set records all over the place. We've had publishers be so kind to share this event with us. Creators have been so kind to share the events. And really is just celebrating what we love as fans when we start talking comics. And we have so many people to thank for this. And especially going into the award itself, which chat, super chat, don't lurk, jump in, make your voice heard. What is your reactions to everything going on? We definitely want to get that feedback and we want to make sure that you are saying your your picks about who is standing out for the best of the best in comics for the past years, because let's face it, this past 12 months of comics has been one of the best on records. I mean, wouldn't you say, Matt?
3: Oh, man, without a doubt, I think comic books in 2023 really saw a resurgence in dominance and just beautiful stories, create our own characters, create our own stories. They got out there and uh, were able to tell the stories they want to tell. And uh, there there's even some surprises out there. This was a phenomenal year for comic books.
1: Tom, how would you describe the past 12 months?
2: In the great words of Kevin Smith, what a time to be alive. I mean, it is fantastic. You know, pop culture and nerd culture are have this symbiosis that's going on nowadays you know we're still writing the modern mythology and to be a part of it is just unbelievable
1: absolutely to be a fan right now you're seeing such a boom of creativity and you're seeing such fandoms reach out and really connect with an audience no matter what you're into marvel dc the indies kickstarters this is such an amazing time to be a fan And no matter what your favorite book is, I'm sure it's going to be represented one way or another here at the Cheersies. Because this has been a fan-voted award for so long that we deep dive into the creative teams behind it. Because they are the ones putting in all the hard work. And those events really carry over into what you go to each and every week for New Comic Book Day. And right now, I mean, like I say, seeing what's coming on the horizon in 2024... This is no, there's no better time right now to get into this fandom. If you know somebody that's kind of like, I don't know. I've kind of watched everything with MCU or DC films. I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to dive into this is a time when you grab them and you take them to the comic shop with you and, Do you, t- it. and you hand off your copy to them. You tell them, turn a page because right now there's just so much to be excited about as fans. And that's why this award show really stands out because one, it's fan voted. Two, we deep dive into the creative side of things. So you're going to see nominees for best letter, best colorist, artist, illustrator, editor, which there's a great story behind that category this year. And then we deep dive into the publishers and then those certain issues that stand out, all leading to the big cheersy, if you will, comic of the year. So chat, don't be afraid to throw your picks in here as we're going along, but Matt, everybody came to hear some awards. So why don't you kick it off? What are we going to be talking about first?
3: Man, first and foremost, the magic doesn't happen in a comic book without this key component, which is the letters and this year's was stacked. And, uh, so we are going to
1: start off with the best letterer in comics. Absolutely.
0: And let's go to the nominees. From comic book enthusiasts, creators, and fans alike to the Cheersies Awards! Best Letterer Tom Napolitano Grim Becca Carey Inferno Girl Red Wes Abbott Nightwing John J. Hill Kill Your Darlings Travis Lanham Ghost Rider Hassan Otsman-Elhound Beneath the Trees Where Nobody Sees. And World Design, Barnstormers. Ed Dukeshire, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Rob Lee, Geiger, Ground Zero. Clayton Cowles, Batman Superman. Lucas Gattoni, Blue Beetle. What
1: a nominee. What a field for nominees this year. I mean... And to echo what Matt said, the letterer does so much for a comic and can really take a panel and really raise it to another level. Just with some simple creative ideas of how to present the words that we all hear our favorite heroes say, the narrators, the actions just pop off the page. I mean, this is just something that's been such a classic element of comics. I mean, Tom, wouldn't you say? It gives a texture.
2: Let's be honest. I mean, the, your comics are only as good as the, as the words that the writer's putting out there, but literally the words on the page itself – have their own emotions. So when you get that, ah, and it's scratching, you know, or if it's calm and cool and collected, it's, it's very, you know, aerial. And then, you know, we don't use comic sans.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, before we get to the, to announce the nominees chat, I mean, throw your picks in. Who do you think is the best letter of the year? I mean, there's so many to go around. Like I, I can, it was tough for me to fill a ballot out, to be honest with you. There is just so much great work going on in this field that, I mean, I, for one, I'm just happy that we're allowed to nominate and say thank you to all the letterers for all the hard work they do. Because like I say, it's an unsung job that they do, but it's such a key element in the comic world that let's waste no more time. Let's see who you, the fans, voted for Best Letterer of the Year. (gasps)
0: What? Winner for Best Letterer is Rob Lee, Geiger, Ground Zero, Ghost Machine, Image Comics.
1: Absolutely. The fans have spoken, and Ghost Machines, Rob Lee, won the award, and he was very gracious enough to send us an acceptance speech. So let's yes. turn the camera right over to Rob.
0: Hi, folks. This is a, this is a very unexpected and pleasant surprise. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who voted, and I'd like to thank you for supporting us at, at Ghost Machine. Uh, all of us on the team are uh, are very proud of the work that we're doing, and we're very excited to bring it to you. So thank you very, very much. It's very much appreciated.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Rob's work is just, it's fantastic. And if, if you, obviously you're going to hear a lot about Geiger Ground Zero. It was one of the most heavily voted books on in every category it was featured in. And Rob's work really makes that story stand out. I mean, what can you say about his work, Tom?
2: It's stunning. It's beautiful. I mean, like I said, the way that the letters, that the words are put on there is its own talent, its own skill, its own craft. I mean, it, it's not taking away from one person to another. It's all a team effort. And, I mean, just starting there at the letter, we're literally at the tip of the iceberg, folks.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, letterers, they do so much, Matt. I mean, what, can you describe the impact?
2: Look, I mean,
3: we've already touched upon it, right? You can read a page and you can think what you're kind of hearing the words would be coming out of the, the heroes or whoever it is mouth, right? But the way that they are put onto the page gives it that life if you're not just going to read somebody yelling at somebody else in a simple monotone voice. No, if you see a big bubble with the words bam or go or whatever it may be in your head, you're literally like saying those same things, right? It's packing that punch behind the words that are uh, being written. And so the letter is the one that makes a comic book really come to life and brings the words to fruition for all of us readers and fans.
1: And especially too, with Rob's work in Geiger ground zero, for a new company like Ghost Machine coming out and really making a lot of noise in the latter half of this year. I mean, we'd already know about Geiger and Junkyard Joe, but this was one that when fans really caught wind of what was falling out in New York and obviously what's leading into their big January, which is going to set everything <laughs> in motion for the year of ghost yes. machine. Rob's <laughs> lettering in, in this, lightly. yeah, Rob's, <laughs> Rob's lettering really took this to a whole different level, especially seeing Geiger's first days being the superpower being that he is and dealing with the aftermath of what has happened and just the lettering. It just really caught you up with the emotion much like, with the lettering, the colorist is also a very big important deal to the comics. Wouldn't you say, Tom?
2: Oh yeah, I mean color is—it again, I hate to use the word again. It's—it's it's, it's the te- texture. I mean, you can have a colorist who does flat, plain panel, or you can have a colorist who puts in gorgeous gradients and and tones and feeling. I mean, you can yeah it's i could digress and go on and on because we all know how much i love the art in this works of art that we get every week but you know what roll the video
0: yeah
1: so let's get to the nominees for best colorist
0: comic book enthusiasts, creators and fans alike to the cheersies awards best colorist sarah and arcade kings walter bayamonte Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Matt Wilson, Click, Click, Boom. Brad Anderson, Geiger, Ground Zero. Jordy Belair, Birds of Prey. Igor Monty, Inferno Girl Red. Rico Rinzi, Grim. Lee LaRidge, Gone. Tamra Bonvillain, Batman Superman. Natalia Marquez, Rogue Sun. Another
1: great lineup of nominees matt i mean what's standing out to you here amongst this lineup
3: gosh man i mean i don't even know how i i know for a fact i voted for a few different ones on this because the colors we're humans at the core of us are simple creatures right and we're gonna go to what pops out to us the most on a page on the wall whatever if it's got bright fancy colors or not even bright fancy colors it could be just something beautiful that's what we're going to go to and it this was a tight race uh i can't even describe to you how every single person in there deserved to win Mm -hmm. so let's see who did it who won the thing
1: yeah let's see who's colorist of the year winner
0: for best colorist is brad anderson geiger ground zero ghost machine image comics Should we give two it a quick, quick
3: note? We are not paid by Ghost Machine. This is all fan voted. I do oh, have Power
1: Rangers. <laughs> absolutely. No, this is all fan voted like we touched upon. And I, this is honest to God truth. Ever since New York Comic Con, the buzz for Ghost Machine has been growing every month, every day. I mean, every week. It has been something that when this the nominees came out, the outpouring for Ghost Machines, uh, Geiger Ground Zero, was phenomenal. Like, it really pushed this, and especially with the work that you see with Brad did in this book. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal stuff to just see how he's just incorporating the different colors, especially with a character, I mean, that's glowing all the time, too. It's not an easy task to portray this. And, I mean, I can sit there and go on and on and on, but Brad was very fortunate enough to send us an acceptance speech, so let's turn the mic over to Brad.
2: Hey, uh, thank you very much. This is quite the honor.
3: Um, I'm a comic fan just like you, so being recognized by other fans is really special. So thank you. And I can't wait for you to see what Ghost Machine has in
1: store. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean... The coloring in this book stands out and just really it captivates you along with the lettering and what's going on in this tale. And especially for an introductory series, too, for a lot of fans, because everybody obviously has heard a little bit about Geiger. But this really kind of gave the behind the scenes with the story and just really made it pop off the page. And especially caught me as a new reader into it going, you know, what is going on here? And just mesmerized about how everything is just popping off, especially in a panel. It's just such an important part. Of this.
2: Now, speaking of things popping off in panels, you know, we also need to talk about illustrators. So I believe that's your forte, correct?
1: Oh yeah. The illustrator competition this year was absolutely incredible because we always say that's the first thing you see when you talk about a cover. And I mean, a cover is just such a joint piece too, but the illustrator is what artists really kind of gives you that vision of what the writer is saying and really presents the story. It's such a key element of all storytelling that it can really take a book and just make it you know, from a great story into a legendary story. So that being said, let's take a look at this year's nominees for Best Illustrator Slash Artist.
0: Welcome comic book enthusiasts, creators, and fans alike to the Cheersies Awards. Best Illustrator Slash Artist. Jock, gone. Haroldo Borges no one Dan Mora Batman Superman Jamal Campbell Superman Flaviano grimm Gary Frank Geiger ground zero Lorenzo de felici void rivals Tyrell cannon the schlub Erica de Urso Inferno girl red Chris Samney Firepower. Daniel Warren Johnson, Transformers. French Carlo Magno, The Dead Lucky. Christian Ward, Batman, City of Madness. Marco Rena, Rogue Son.
1: Wow. That is such a talented field let alone the write-ins we had as well.
2: Oh, my God. And and we kind of know some of these people, too.
1: Oh, I know. <laughs>
2: like, just that alone. It's like, it's seeing your friends on screen. It's like, I know that guy. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, Matt, how would you describe the field this year? No, it, it really
3: is. It's like seeing your friends because, you know, getting to do this and, you know, the other show, it's like Tyrell Cannon, friend of the show. So getting to see somebody like him get recognized for the hard work he's been doing over at image it's it's fun man right you get to you see some of them and you're just like look i've loved you for so long and now this is your chance your opportunity
1: yeah like it's just such an amazing thing to see and especially to the nominees came in amongst the bullpen amongst feedback from the reviews that we do here at nerd initiative and just really putting this together, like we could have honestly had about 30 different nominees if we really wanted to push it, but that's why we always allow the write-in vote too. And like I say, we had countless write-ins come in as well. I mean, that just goes to show how deep the field is this year and a little peek behind the curtain, this vote came right down to the last day. So let us announce who won this year's best artist slash illustrator award. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Winner for best illustrator slash artist is a tie. Gary Frank, Geiger, Ground Zero, Ghost Machine, Image Comics, and Geraldo Borges. No one, Black Market Narrative, Image Comics.
1: Yes, indeed, we had a tie. A tie? And this we came do down to the last day. You know, we do. It's a fan voted award. So of why does. not honor both artists that won? And it was exact tie. I mean, we could have done a tiebreaker. Sure. But why take that away from the artists that I'm have been putting such amazing work? I mean, that's, that's the one thing about this award it's fan voted. So if the fans voted and it came to a tie, then you know what? So be it. And a lot of these awards that we're offering out tonight did come down to the final day and was only separated by only a few votes in at least six categories single
2: digits even. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's the amazing part of you, the fans voting, making your voice heard. And speaking of making their voice heard one of the nom or one of the winners decided to send us in a, a very nice acceptance speech. So let's turn the mic over to the one and only Gary Frank.
2: Hello, nerd initiative people. Thank you very much for uh, voting for me and for the book for Geiger, uh, in the cheers awards. Um, Hopefully we've got some more stuff coming for you that you'll like. But uh, for now, thank you very, very much for sticking with us and for all the support.
1: Absolutely. And like we say, Geiger Ground Zero, one of the most highly voted books on and all the cheers these two, along with No One, which the team over at Black Market Narrative has been doing such a phenomenal job with. The work of Kyle Higgins, Brian Brusilato, Geraldo Borges, putting that whole murder mystery together and especially you know, making it stand out with the companion podcast. It is absolutely amazing. And that is something I know in the chat, uh, was just brought up. Are we going for the Geiger sweep? Well, we have one more award to go to. So maybe we'll have to see because obviously one, the final key element, you would say, well, four out of the five key elements we're going to be bringing up here, obviously is the writing of a story because without the writer, it's you know it's kind of the captain of the ship so to speak, and all every right. and, but there's so many different captains on the ship as well too to make it all work and all sail, and especially when you have a hit series that fans are gravitating towards to, they're the ones responsible for you know coming up with some of the greatest lines we always hear in comics that stand out, always create crafting those moments that really jump out. That when it all comes together, it truly makes something special. Indeed, and especially mm-hmm. too with this year's list of nominees. I mean, this was another one. We had so many nominees, so many write-ins that this was arguably one of the toughest fields that we had to vote. Chat, definitely throw your voice in here as well, too. Who's your nominees that you had voted for this year's best nominees for writer? And let's just go right to the, the video and let's see who you all voted for best writer of
0: the year. Welcome comic book enthusiast, creators, and fans alike to the Cheersies Awards. Best Writer Stephanie Phillips, Grim. Ryan Parent, Rogue Son Scott Snyder, Book of Evil Kelly Thompson, Black Cloak Kyle Higgins, Radiant Black Joshua Williamson, Superman. Tom Taylor, Nightwing. Daniel Warren Johnson, Transformers. David Pippose, The Devil That Wears My Face. Alan Dunford and Will Radford, Grandma Chainsaw. Matt Groom, Inferno Girl Red. Melissa Flores, The Dead Lucky, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Robert Kirkman, Void Rivals. Jeff Johns, Geiger, Ground Zero. James Tynan, Something is Killing the Children. Brian Bucilato, Midlife.
1: (sighs) That's a tough one. I need a
2: moment. Thank you. I yeah, can.
1: definitely chat. Throw your oh. votes in, but I mean, Matt, I mean, where do you go from here? Like it's uh, how, how do you,
3: how does anybody decide? Dude, that's a who's who list right there. Right? That's <laughs> all of those writers as anybody who aspires to become a comic book writer knows that just about everybody on that list inspires and drives us to be better writers, to model ourselves after what they do. And comic book writers, not for nothing, are the ones kind of – they're the driver, so to speak, if we're looking at it from a vehicle standpoint. They drive the story. Everybody puts the parts in, the wheels, all that stuff, makes it work, the artists. But they really are the ones who pen to paper, this is the story route we're going. And uh, man, that list is just – and not for nothing, they're pretty much all friends of the show too, which is really cool to say.
2: Can I mention one of my favorites is down for two different runs for Dead Lucky and Mighty Morphin. Hi, Missy.
1: Oh, yeah. That was another thing, too. We had so many write-ins for the separate runs that we just merged them together for the vote, too. Because she's that awesome. Oh, absolutely. She really is. Melissa is is definitely that awesome. And that's why I say, like, when we started tallying up the votes, this one was another one that was separated by single digits, too. And that's a testament to you, the fans, being so passionate about your votes, getting them all in that, like, literally – That's how big your vote matters when it comes to the cheersies. And that being said, let's find out who you, the fans, voted for Best Writer of the Year.
0: Winner for Best Writer is... Jeff Johns, Geiger, Ground Zero, Ghost Machine, Image Comics.
1: They pulled the sweep! unbelievable. They, they nuked it. Wow. Yeah, yes. They, <laughs> yes, they did. Geiger ground zero goes for the sweep. Wow. That is amazing. I think that's the first time in Cheersies history. We had a full sweep across the board for the four major categories. Uh, I mean, what can you say about this book? I mean, if this is any indication about what ghost machine has coming there's a lot that fans are going to be excited about. And you could just tell this is like the big temp in the room, so to speak, that everybody is excited to see what they have coming. I mean, Matt, what did you even see a sweep coming?
3: No. I mean, how could you right? you know, Missy Flores is on there. Stephanie Phillips is on there. Kelly Thompson's on there. And then of course, Scott Snyder is also on there. So it's, it's really impressive. We do love you, Scott. And, uh, it, it's it speaks to the testament of what Ghost Machine is doing and the amount of hype that they, since New York City Comic Con, have really driven home, with only mm-hmm. having a couple initial issues out, to to boot. So, if that's anything, I think we're in store for a really big 2024 from Ghost Machine.
1: Oh, absolutely, and especially too, we saw a, a late push too, but it just it was all all short for the friends of the show, Alan Dunford and Will Radford, that the whole Pocus Hocus team was really coming in there and just, I mean, that but that shows how competitive this was and just how much the fan voting really mattered. And especially the turnout we had too
2: and don't forget even too, Peppos only put his book out. What in
1: Oh, David Peppos. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Peppos oh, yeah. that book went out. What September?
1: Mm-hmm. It's,
2: yeah. it's a newer so, book. Yeah,
3: They're only like four issues deep.
2: Exactly. So to see the push that that got to get on this list, that just speaks volumes right there. So if you're not reading all of those writers that you saw on that list, the, what did, yeah, like, I, I, just, I hate to say it, but get off here and start reading something. After I, I want to take a
3: quick second, too, to really shout out Dunford and his team. To hmm. be, it's Grandma Chainsaw is not a household name, right? It's a very good comic book that everybody should read because I absolutely am in love with it. But when you're looking at it compared to the, the Scott Snyder books and everything, that's really impressive for what Alan and his team were done. So I just want to say, Alan... You guys are doing amazing work. I really cannot wait to see more of that.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think definitely it's one that you're going to hear a lot more going on with it and a lot more that is going to be standing out for them, obviously, with what they have coming up, to. And especially how DIY their books are. And really, it was going to be something that... Just jumps out and, you know, really caught everybody by storm, especially with the books, Horace and Hell this year. And then obviously grandma chainsaw, they have really been putting on some great work and they definitely have to get acknowledged for that. Absolutely. But as so does every, every single nominee that makes it here, because that's all fan voted. So that means that they are somebody's favorite creator and rightfully so, because everybody had, like I say, I can't speak enough about the votes. Like We had such a high turnout and everybody was getting multiple votes. It really came down to the last day for a lot of these nominees to you know, finally be decided and, and who was going to walk home with the awards. So yeah. next up, though, Matt, obviously oh, yeah. we talked about the creators, but somebody has to well, publish these books.
3: There's a place they got to call home right at the end of the day. We all have a place to lay our heads and uh, these comic books don't get made without such a place. And uh, there's a a lot of really good publishers doing some really good things. So the next category we got tonight is publisher. Let's roll the tape.
0: Best Publisher Marvel Entertainment DC Comics Boom Studios Image Comics idw publishing dark horse comics mad cave studios dynamite entertainment awa studios scout comics distillery Comicsology originals man
1: another great list of nominees i mean tom how do you describe this one?
2: It I mean, I, I gotta say it, man. To the fact that the point that, yeah, we got the big two, all right, that's an obvious, but all of these other fantastic publishing houses are just killing it, whether it is their you know, ghost machine with their own stuff or boom. You know, with certain IPs, IDW, I mean, across the board, everybody is just doing such an amazing job. I mean, what a time to be alive. It really, really is. And we're just fortunate as fans and as followers and as writers and as reviewers. I I love this job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, Matt, any, any, any thoughts on this one?
3: Man, it's like picking your favorite kid, right? It's there's just so much to love, uh, you know, obviously Marvel and DC are household names, but the things that image and boom and scout and they've all been doing this year. It's a Testament, like I said, to the time that we're living in as comic book fans, we are eating it is Thanksgiving year round and I cannot get enough.
1: No, I definitely got to agree with you on that. Like, there is just so much for a fan to really dive into. And like we say, it's not all about the big two. Like, you saw on this list, Comixology Originals, which does a fantastic run of books digitally. You saw Mad Cave Studios sneak in, and obviously, they have got some great books lined up. I mean, obviously, David is leading the way with The Devil That Wears My Face. Like, and especially next year, going out with Dick Tracy as well yes. too. Like they have just got so much amazing things happening. Like uh, Dick Tracy calling. calling Dick Tracy.
3: Distillery is has t- Tynan and Christian Ward coming up in 2024. If you want to talk about them as well, they're mm-hmm. big things on the horizon for that publisher too. It's crazy.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, to think about what really spawned out of the devil's cut. And now you're seeing some of those stories now take off into a a regular series or mini series. Like it just goes to show there's so much variety out there that everybody this year has been really putting in so much fantastic work that it's not so much focused on the, on the big two, even though they've had great years with their runs, but you're seeing just so many different studios putting out such fantastic work. And like Tom said, what a time to be alive.
2: And speaking of which, you know, we're talking about, you know, the big two and everything, but let's talk about the winners. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who's the big who's it. the winner?
0: All right, let's see who's won. The winner for Best Publisher is Image Comics.
3: Incredible. They've... Yeah, absolutely. If you haven't paid attention to what Image Comics has done this year, do yourselves a favor. Get to that comic book shop tomorrow. Give them a look because I think you're going to be really surprised.
1: Oh, absolutely. the, The stuff that they've had come out. Uh, whether it's been Black Market Narrative, whether it's been you know, Ghost Machine, whether it's been Skybound going through them as well, too. You know The different creators have been really putting in work. I mean, we could go on and on, but they have been putting out some of the best books this year that you're hearing a lot of in these award shows and even a lot on social media, too. I mean, it's just been such a creative boom mm-hmm. and really just given fans so much to get excited about that when you go into the shops on Wednesday, you're usually seeing somebody pick up one or two books from them alone. And that, not counting every other publisher out there because it's a, you're seeing a lot of fans talking about this.
2: Indeed we have and you know what's interesting, as much as we, we're talking about the publishers and the big old two uh, you know, there's a lot of new kids on the block, mm-hmm. right? And we're not talking Donnie, John, Marky, whatever the heck. Uh, we're talking more about, you know, new kids on the block as in far as we've had a whole new category this year, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so not only on top of that did we, you know, do all the big ones, but we also have new editor or best editor this year. And um, I think Ken's best uh, is, yeah, he's got a story.
1: Yeah, this is a really great story. And this goes to show about how we are a fan voted award. That shout out to the Radiant Black Discord. Woo! Because this came up in discussion because a friend of the show, Matt Groom, announced who from Black Market Narrative was nominated for awards. And it came up in discussion that we did not have one for Best Editor, for Michael Basital, who does fantastic work for them, too. Oh, my God. Being the supreme being of the Massiverse. And we literally was hearing so much fan reaction from that Discord that we said, okay, if we can get some nominees, and we threw it to the bullpen... And boy, did we ever get a list. And this was one of the most highly contested votes. And especially, too, for an editor's job to make sure, you know, you think about making sure everything's coming together, making sure it's in continuum. All the little details that go into it. I mean, the editors are such a big part of comics, too, that, yeah, this is the first time it it came up as a cheersy. So let's talk about who won the inaugural Best Editor Cheersy.
0: Best Editor Mark Paniccia, Obi Wan Kenobi, Marvel. Tom Groneman, Spider Man, Miles Morales. Ben Abernathy, Batman, Green Arrow, DC Comics. Andrew Marino, Blue Beetle, DC Comics. Will Dennis, Book of Evil. By a Thread, Best Jacket Press. Ramiro Portnoy and Eric Harbour. Something is killing the children. Brian Cunningham, Geiger, Ground Zero, Ghost Machine, Image. Michael Basudil, all massive verse titles. Black Market Narrative, Image Comics. Tom Ravort Moon Knight, Marvel. Nick Lowe. Amazing Spider-Man, Marvel, Chris Rosa, Flash, DC Comics, Heather Antos, Star Trek, IDW Publishing, Amanda LaFranco, Firepower, Skybound Entertainment, Image Comics, Bixie Matthew, Void Rivals, Skybound, Image, Sean Makowitz and Jonathan Manning, Transformers, Skybound, Image, Jordan D. White, Miss Marvel, the new mutant Marvel.
1: And shout out to everybody who made the list, too. I mean, we did have write ins for this as well. Oh, yeah. This is the second largest, you said, right? Uh, behind art or letter, or no, I'm sorry, illustrator and writer. Yes, this was the second most nominated category, too. That's crazy. Insane. Well, I mean, it goes to show. I mean, obviously, when you're putting out so many amazing books, that the editor plays such a key role in it that, yeah, I was so blown away by the response to this and the write-ins too. Like I say, this was not an easy category. In fact, this is another one that came down to the last day and was separated by single votes.
2: Single digits.
1: So chat, definitely throw in your picks. Super chat, make your voice heard. Who you think is going away with the best editor award? Man, this is such a tough field. You know, let's find out who won the award for best editor.
0: Winner for best editor is Heather Antos, Star Trek IDW Publishing.
3: Man, if you haven't been, you know, Star Trek has been quietly having a year. They're on just Mm -hmm. an absolute heater as far as Star Trek goes. And I'm not a Star Trek fan, but even it's got me looking like maybe i should be diving into these comics
1: yeah no start the star trek line has been doing some big things over at idw idw has been putting on a lot of fantastic books this year too hunger in the dusk which i know is going to come up later uh actually i think in the next category but we'll get to that in just a second but they've been putting on some great work and i definitely shout out to their entire team they've been doing some fantastic stuff that a lot of fans need to know about too and especially like i say we got a story with uh Comic of the Year, and I will get to that involving IDW now let's, when we get there, though.
2: Let's remember, you know, as much as Star Trek is doing fantastic out there, it is such a great thing to have Star Trek. I'm, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. I, you know, if not a lot of people might know that um, because Power is Power Rangers, Because I just need to get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <clears throat> but the fact that as much as Star Trek is on Paramount+, and as much as they always push it, you know, for a lot of fans, it's hard for them to pay for the Paramount Plus. They might not get the streaming service wherever they might be. This is how you can still get your Star Trek in a tactile form, whether it's on your screen or if it's you're actually reading the pages. So for all the Star Trek fans out there, live long and prosper, peace and long life.
1: Absolutely. And since we're talking about indie books, I mean, Matt, let's talk about it. Best Man. indie category?
3: Let's do it. Love. Best indie category, you know these are the unsung heroes of comic books these are the ones where you really Mm -hmm. really get in there and you find love you find passion and that's not saying that the other categories the other folks aren't giving you love and passion but these people more often than not are just under the radar again so uh let's roll and see what kind of good cat you know who's up for it let's find out
0: best indie series Something is Killing the Children, Boom Studios, Local Man, Image Comics, Grandma Chainsaw, Rabbit in a Hat Studios, Grim, Boom Studios, Black Cloak, Image Comics, The Alternates, Dark Horse Comics, Midlife, Image Comics, No One, Image Comics. Radiant Black, Image Comics, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Boom Studios, Void Rivals, Image Comics, The Hunger and the Dusk, IDW Publishing, Damn Them All, Boom Studios, Rogue Sun, Image Comics,
1: Man. Man, that is a lineup too. Plus, the write ins for that as well. Like I said, Buy a Thread by Comixology Originals had a big push late, too.
2: Oh, God.
1: So, I mean, chat, let's hear it. Who you got for best indie book of the year? I mean, Tom, I, I think we already know yours
2: <laughs> Grandma No, <Chaito. laughs> We all know. This. Yeah. Power Rangers.
1: <laughs> this I mean, is... Matt, is there anyone <sighs> to,
3: I mean, how do you choose? It is hard. This is one where I generally didn't know who was going to win, because Hunger and Dusk is phenomenal. I mean, Mm -hmm. Radiant Black has been a great series. Power Rangers has been a shocking. I'm a Power Rangers fan, but what they've been doing, you know, this year, it's really brought me back to my. It's no, I'm telling you, it's brought me back to my childhood. My fandom has been (laughs) like revived within Power Rangers, just from their comic books alone. Uh, so man, I, I honestly, I don't know. I can see why it came down to the, to the end because I don't know who's going to win this.
1: Yeah, no, this was one of the most highly contested ones again, too. And like I said, there was a lot of late pushes by a thread, had a late push, uh, hunger in the dusk had a late push too. And that is such a slept on series as well, too. Like, I think that more people need to be talking about that series as well. verse showed up to, I mean, like I say, no matter where you win on here, like this is one of the most highly contested ones. And especially, too, it's another one that came down to single votes. So, that being said, let's find out who won for Best Indie Comic of 2023.
0: Winner for this year's Best Indie Series is Radiant Black. Kyle Higgins, Marcelo Costa, Igor Monte, Becca Carey, and Michael Basuto. Black Market Narrative Image Comics.
3: Yes. So well-deserved. Absolutely well-deserved.
1: Sorry, Tom.
2: Slow clap. It's slow clap worthy, man. Like seriously.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just building up, you, you know.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, obviously the year that Radiant Black is having right now too, and especially in the midst of the Catalyst War, we're doing one of the most creative ventures with that storyline as well too. It's a no-brainer that it won, but, man, we talk about the most one of the most highly contested categories, another one that came down to single votes. Like I say, every book that made the nominees, especially even to the write-ins, too. Like, this had the most write-ins of every category, too, for record. Like, that just goes to show, I mean, how many people are into the indie ser- series right now. Yeah. Uh, the indie scene, like I say, no matter where you go, Comicsology Originals, Distillery, Boom, Image. Boom like there is just something out there for everybody and it's it was awesome to see the votes come out for this one but we did mention obviously we talked the indies but we got to talk the majors i guess so to speak uh, I mean, or the I mean, big two
2: let, let's let's get to this in a timely manner you know let's marvel at all the stuff that has been coming out from marvel this year i mean we've got gods we've got you know, uh, we've got uncanny Spider-Man. We've got this. You know, our friend again, Missy, talking about you know uh, Spider-Gwen Smash. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so much stuff coming out from Marvel. They are just literally printing their own money at this point. Let's be honest. But you know what? Instead of printing money, let's check out what the category, What are the nominees for Best Marvel?
0: Best Marvel series. Darth Vader, Black, White, and Red, Carnage, Captain Marvel, Daredevil, Ghost Rider, X-Force, Wolverine, Invincible Iron Man, Uncanny Avengers, Fantastic Four, A lot,
1: and of there. A, lot, a, lot, a lot of good comments. Where even go a A lot of great comments. Yeah, I definitely see Mickey's in the chat. He's saying Ghost Rider has been a lot of fun. Yeah, that was one of my favorite series the entire year. They, Marvel has been doing some fantastic stuff lately. Mm-hmm. And, and no matter where you're going, whether you're like, for me, I'm an old school X-Men fan. So I'm loving what's happened in the fall of Kuroka as now heading into 2024. Spider-Man Gang War has been very interesting. And then Uncanny Avengers, that is kind of a wild series as well, too.
2: And let's not forget that new book that I covered, the original X-Men, and the whole story that's coming out of that. That is going to be a multiversal what-the-heck-this-year. And um, just heads up, Infinity Paws, best story of the year already.
1: I'm sure there's going to be a nominee next year, but we got to get into this year's winner, though, for best Marvel book.
0: Winner for this year's best Marvel series is... Daredevil. Chip Siddarski, Marco Ciceto, Rafael De La Torre, Matthew Wilson, Saladin Ahmed, Aaron Cooter, Jesus Abertov, Clayton Cowles, Devin Lewis, and Tom Groneman.
1: I mean, Daredevil has been crushing it over at Marvel for quite some time. Uh, th- but and especially, too, they just restarted the run as well and been putting out some great stories. I mean, Matt, what's your take on Daredevil?
3: daredevil fans are eating that good man i mean they got the show coming back and echo and they've gotten a lot of good comics that kind of return to form return back to basics and formula for daredevil if you will and chip is one of the best writers out there especially when it comes to writing daredevil um and so that that's just so well deserved it's really cool
1: absolutely tom are you
2: blind Seriously, it's daredevil. Like get into this book, get in your local store and pick it up off the shelf. If you're not, I mean seriously. It, it, you, yeah. Like
1: I mean it, it's a great book. It has some distinguished competition if you will because next up, obviously, DC Comics and what a year they've had especially in the dawn of DC era. That has been something truly remarkable to see and given me just, you know, such a resurgence as a fan into the classic superhero storytelling that they've done. Like I say, uh, this one, another completely, you know, open field that just wherever you're going right now is you can't go wrong with DC. So that being said, let's get into the nominees for Best DC Series of 2023.
0: Best DC Series. Blue Beetle, Batman Superman, World's Finest, The Flash, Birds of Prey, Superman, Nightwing, Wonder Woman, Titans, Gotham, Year One, Batman. Man,
1: another amazing list of nominees. Uh, Chad, definitely throw your picks in. I mean, what's your favorite bet or uh DC series of the year? I know for me, it was Batman. I love what Chip Zdarsky's been doing on that book, Matt. How about you? I mean, what's been standing out to you for DC,
3: guys? Honestly, Blue Beetle. For me, has been a standout. Um, what Josh Trujillo is out there doing as far as Blue Beetle, uh, it's been I think one of the ones that people should be definitely checking out. However, God, dude, I've I've enjoyed. I'm a massive DC fan, first and foremost. DC is what I gravitate to the most, above all others. Um, although Image is very much changing that lately, uh, so it was hard for me. I, I love just about everything that DC is putting out. I am just I want it all, and I want it all, and I don't know this was the hardest category I voted about for every single different one, one time, I think.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: nightwing nightwing without a doubt. It's absolutely nightwing. I mean, he is one of the best characters for me going from being the boy wonder to all of his interpersonal turmoil to, uh, you know, do I take the cow? Do I not take the cow? just anything nightwing is always good in my book. You cannot go wrong with it. I if someone can give me a bad nightwing story, Come at me.
1: And I will say this too before we announce the winner. Like I say, the power of the write in. Alan Scott, the Green Lantern, wrote in and definitely made an impact on the ballots. Did it win? Well, let's find out. Let's find out who is the winner for best? This year's best DC
0: series is Nightwing, Tom Taylor, Bruno Redondo. Adriano Lucas, Wes Abbott, Jessica Burbe, Jessica Chin, and Ben Abernathy.
2: Ooh,
3: boy, who would have thought <laughs> in this day and age together. Nightwing would be getting yeah. some serious love out of characters like The Flash and Batman.
1: Oh, absolutely! Like yeah. the the stuff going on with Tom Taylor's run on Nightwing has just been fantastic. Him and Bruno have been killing it for years now, and like the the current story they're doing, like I say, everything that this run has been has just really showed you how Dick Grayson, I think, is the most popular hero in all of DC Comics.
2: I would even say, yeah. you know what? If, if you think about it, let, let's think about this. What makes Nightwing so relatable? all right, this is going to sound really odd and hear me out. He's an elder millennial. Think about it. So much going on so much, you know, inner, you know, it's relatable to us in, in some respects. If, if you really think about it, I could probably go on and on and on about it, but what I'd really like to see, because, you know, again, ch- shout out to Tim Sheridan and, and his amazing Scott on Alan, you know, Alan Scott Green Lantern. Can I get an Elseworlds of Nightwing becoming a Green Lantern? Ooh.
1: Well, Elseworlds is it. coming back next year. I mean, Anything is possible.
2: Just, I'm just gonna trickle these out here.
1: But see, that's what happens. You speak the karma into the world. I mean, it could happen. And uh, obviously, I see in the chat. Yeah, exactly. World's Finest was another one too. I see Mickey's throwing that in the chat as well. Like I say, right now, the dawn of DC. If you haven't checked out DC Comics in a while, go back and you can just jump into really any series and go there. And just it reminds you about how iconic these superheroes are. Yes. And like I say, Nightwing is leading the pack right now, uh, just with some of the best storytelling in all comics, too. Especially now with the Titans having their own Beast World storyline, too. I mean, it's, yeah. it's crazy.
2: These Boy's killing it right yeah. now.
1: <laughs> Three awards left. Ooh. So, Matt, Let's, why don't you lead uh, us into our next one here?
3: Let's talk, man. This is a big year for a lot of uh, first-time issues. Of course, we saw some some stories return, but there was a lot of new stories coming out and a lot of really good news stories. So why don't we go ahead and take a look at the Best Debut category?
0: Best Debut Issue Batman City of Madness number 1 DC Comics By a Thread, number one, Comixology Originals, The Devil's Cut, Distillery, Void Rivals, number one, Image Comics, Nice Jewish Boys, number one, Comixology Originals, The Schlub, number one, Image Comics, The Punisher, number one, Marvel Comics, Transformers, number one, Image Comics No One, Number One, Image Comics Gone, Number One, Distillery Black Sight, Number One, Comicsology Originals Cap Wolf and the Howling Commandos, Number One, Marvel Comics Superman, Number One, DC Comics Geiger, Ground Zero, Number One Image Comics, Ghost Machine.
2: Yes.
1: (sighs) Amazing year for debuts. I mean, chat definitely throw your pick on what was your favorite debut issue of the year. Uh, I mean, Matt, let's start with you. I mean, what stood out to you? Like, what is your favorite one?
3: I'll be honest with you. This one is easy as Batman City of Madness. For me personally, I loved that issue. Christian Ward gets batman he gets him he gets gotham city uh it's one we've raved about uh you know we did a turn a page episode on it um on my personal show we had christian ward on raved about it so that's my personal favorite but i loved all these books i read them all and they all stood out in a big bad way
0: tom
2: yes (laughs) yes 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 look i'm always down for a number one no matter what i will pick up a number one any given time, like even tomorrow, I know my wife said that there's a new run of another book coming out from the other, from one of the big two. And she said, ah, eh, just wait for the trades. I'm like, babe, I'm still going to get the number one. I know you
1: will. So you the answer is one. yes. Well, the, the number one <clears throat> issue really sets the pace for a lot of stories. Yes. I mean, Same. obviously, the, I mean, especially too. I mean, we always talk about legacy writing and, you know, when you come back to a series and what such. But still, that number one issue always stands out, and especially if it's a debut like that's the point that really hits home with a reader because that's your first time you're introduced to these characters. It could be a new creator trying to do something new on a, on a creator own project or a Kickstarter. Like it's one of those times that you really have that connection and you really see like, okay, what's this all about? And like, for me, this, this was one of the hardest categories I had to vote for. Yes. To be honest with you. I mean, I, I would say the cliche answer is, I mean, I have read all of them. So I, I would say yes with Tom too. But I mean, if I have to pick one, it's by a thread. Um, Would you say that's your
3: favorite
1: uh, by a thread? I I would say, well, you know what? The voting actually was by a thread. But let's see who won Best Debut Issue of the Year.
0: The winner of this year's Best Debut Issue is... No One, number one. Kyle Higgins, Brian Buccioletto, Geraldo Borges, Mark Englert, and Michael Basudil, Black Market Narrative, Image Comics.
1: Another highly contested vote, right down to the finale. And if you haven't been reading no one, that whole story has just been absolutely incredible. I mean, it's coming near the end. It's only has three more issues left, but still. The impact that made and really kick-started the massive verse mystery that has just captivated everybody that's a fan of what they're doing at black market narrative and then outside too i mean word of mouth has grown definitely high praise for the word and i would say arguably the toughest category of all the voting too arguably
3: Kyle Higgins is having himself a quiet successful night low key that's he, he's up
1: there mhm oh absolutely definitely between this and Radiant Black we me both showed up and showed out for the vote but like i say no one took this one home. and Black took Best Indie Series. But is it really an event, would you say? Well,
2: right now, this is an event that we're doing. Okay, let's, let's be very honest. And I can't wait to see next year when we nearly double our votes because that's going to happen because it's mm-hmm. just going to. I'm just, like Ken said, you put it out in the universe, I'm putting it out there. We're going to double up the votes, all right? But speaking of events... So much stuff has been happening in the world of comics this past year. We've got, uh, you know, a whole bunch of new studios, new writers, new this, new that, new, new lines, new, new everything. But what was the biggest event of the year? Well, let's check out the nominees.
0: Event of the Year. Distillery debuts at San Diego Comic-Con. Ghost Machine debut at New York Comic Con. Dawn of DC kicks off a new era. Energon Universe, G.I. Joe and Transformers debuts via Skybound. Supermassive 2023. Night Terrors, DC Comics. Greg Capullo returns to Marvel. Death and Rebirth of Miss Marvel. Catalyst War, Radiant Black. Wow. Yeah,
1: and, and to clarify too, we didn't just classify an event as something that happened in the comics, it's something that happened involving comics.
2: Yeah, and that, that's that's the big thing because it's just as important what happens in the pages that happens off the pages that affects what's in the pages in the long run. So... It it had to be inclusive to everything. And that's what, you know, there were some things that were just, I can't even use the word right now. I can't, like, I'm I'm drawing a blank. So, yeah, it was a very eventful year.
1: (laughs) Eventful year. Nevertheless, like I say, just what a time to be a fan of comics. I mean, Matt, what was your event of the year?
3: I mean, it's a toss-up between Distillery and for, you know, Ghost Machine, to be honest with you. But all of, I I don't know. How do I pick one? Yeah. I really can't because there's so much to be excited for. Right. Uh, yeah. But I mean, gun to my head, I I guess it would, it would have to be ghost machine because look at what they're getting ready to do. I mean, the fans voted. You can see it for yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a situation that, like I say, the fans have been voting all night for ghost machine. I mean, Tom, how about you? What's your event of the year?
2: Uh, New York comic con just saying in general. Uh, but, on the pages, it would definitely be the death and rebirth of Miss Marvel. I think that just really surprised me um, that we went down that path with such a, a love, beloved character in the fandoms. Um, but off the pages, uh, definitely, I'd say Ghost Machine just coming through, just wailing everybody. You know, in the in the fourth quarter, just going, "Hey, we're here. What's up?"
1: Yeah, I mean, this one was just so hard to describe because you think about when Distillery was announced and then the first outing was at San Diego Comic-Con and you had just that lineup of founders and the Devil's Cut just dropped and there was so much of a buzz going on there that, I mean, that's carried into Gone and Songna and, and you know, now the, the book's coming in in 2024. And then you go to New York Comic-Con too where Ghost Machine comes literally out of nowhere and just takes the con by storm. boom and just the announcements of the creators who are forming this this company, and really just giving fans something to be excited about with the mantra of characters first. Then you throw into, quietly within the pages of Void Rivals, the birth of the Energon universe via Skybound Entertainment Mm -hmm. and Image Comics, and bring in the Transformers and G.I. Joe franchises to Skybound and the amazing books that they have coming out. Oh my God. Then you start factoring in about the events as well, too. I mean, Supermassive is always a big deal.
2: We love you guys over there.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's something that the fans get excited about. We as reviewers get excited about. It's just such a buzz seeing those characters come together because it's not like they do it every day. And then to see the story play out, too, is such a big deal. Dawn of DC was such a huge event. Greg Capullo coming back to Marvel. I never saw that coming. Nope. I mean, you like, literally... It's hard to pick a winner, but yet you, the fans, have made your choice. What is the event of 2023?
0: The winner of the event of the year is... Ghost Machine debuts at New York Comic Con.
1: You know, you you can't go wrong with them. Like I say, you can't go wrong with the votes. You can't go wrong with the fans. This is an event that definitely is going to carry so much momentum into 2024. And we can't stress enough to the one shot that is coming out in January. If you don't have that on your pull list, if you don't have plans to pick that up, you're doing comics wrong because trust me, you're not going to want to miss that. And then the books that are coming out after in April. Ghost Machine is preparing to take the comic and pop culture world by storm. No doubt that this is obviously what the fans are feeling, and you could definitely tell by the votes tonight, Ghost Machine really made an impact on fans in 2023 and continuing in 2024.
2: Oh, my God. It's going to be more in 24 like nobody's business. It's it's, it's just what a time. What a time. What a time. What a time.
1: Mm -hmm. Speaking of time, we have arrived. Oh, time to go home? Well, almost. <laughs> um, we, we have one more award left. The most prestigious cheersy of them all. Comic of the year.
2: Oh, I thought it was host of the year. That's you. Well, thank obviously. you,
1: sir. Obviously. Checks in the mail. We get paid. I Allegedly. We get, we, get pay, we get paid in smiles. That's what we get paid in. But. Comic of the Year, and especially, we've already mentioned so many great books this year, so many phenomenal creators putting in such time and dedication to the craft. This one really was a highly contested one, especially too. we We'll get into the nominees, and then I got a quick story to tell about you, the fans, voting and really making an impact on the vote as well. So let's get into the nominees for Comic of the Year.
0: Comic of the Year The Devil's Cut Distillery Predator vs Wolverine Number 2 Marvel Supermassive 2023 X-Men Hellfire Column 2023 Marvel Swan Song Number 2 Nightwing Number 105 DC Comics Radiant Black, number 24, Image Comics. Superman, The Last Days of Lex Luthor, number 1, DC Comics. Something is Killing the Children, number 34, Boom Studios. Transformers, number 1, Image Comics, Skybound. Geiger, Ground Zero, number 1, Image Comics, Ghost Machine.
1: A lot of heat. All right. Before we get into the winner of comic of the year, there is a great story I want to tell about you, the fans voting. There was a book that came out of nowhere that was written in and really made an impact into the final days of voting and almost overtook and won the award. And that is beneath the trees where nobody sees by IDW publishing. Number one. Had such a monster push right in. It really came down to the final day. And this was another award that was separated by single digits. Single digits. From the top. This goes to show about how. Oh, yeah. This goes to show about how you, the fans, made your voice heard. You made it loud. You made it clear. You made it just almost like impossible to vote on with the nominees but there can only be one all said and done. And this one too, even though it was on the ballot, had a big push for write-ins as well too. That's how super excited fans were to see this issue debut and really make that impact as it's carrying a lot of momentum into 2024. Let us announce the winner of this year's comic of the year. year. Cheersy
0: Moment. You've all been waiting for the comic of the year. And the winner is Transformers number one. Daniel Warren Johnson, Mike Spicer, Russ Wooten, and Sean McElwitz. Skybound Entertainment, Image Comics. Here we go. That's prime. Yeah.
1: Transformers number one, when it came out, made such a big impact. It was the buzz at the shops for quite some time, even going into the panel at New York comic-con where Daniel Warren Johnson announced Bumblebee is not coming back. Folks, such a buzz. Bumblebee's dead. And it's, <laughs> you know, like I say, it, it, you can call it a spoiler if you want, but I mean, this, the stuff that has been coming on with this book by skybound and image has really got the whole fan base excited and really made a true impact Especially dealing with a pop culture icon like Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. And the Transformers, too. Like, we always kind of forget. When they have, you know, these kind of crossover books where you see them debut somewhere else, whether it's a cartoon, a TV show, or a movie, and then go to the world of comics, it can be very hit or miss. And granted, Transformers had a long history of comics. Very long. But to see Daniel Warren Johnson's take on this and really make some noise. I mean, Matt, thoughts on this?
3: It was a heck of a debut issue. It was a uh, lot of hype behind it. And uh, I think leaving that first issue too brought a lot of hype with what they're going to be doing in this universe going forward. You know, GI Joe's already come out. Duke's come out. And uh, yeah, I mean, they killed Bumblebee and he ain't coming back that, that raised a lot of both sides of the aisle. Right. And it, it was great, it was mm-hmm. a return to the eighties, man. It's like, you're watching a cartoon. What more do I have to
2: say? It's transformers.
1: Oh, absolutely. Tom,
2: I mean, it, Matt's absolutely right. It is is—it is a return to the 80s. And I think what Skybound is doing is playing in that, you know, 80s nostalgia toy box perfectly. Mm. But at the same time, they're not recreating the 80s. They're they are taking everything that we love and interpreting it in their lens, in their view. Because let's be honest, if it was the 80s, Bumblebee would be back in three issues. He ain't coming back. We got G.I. Joe out of this. We got Duke coming you know, on top of that, you know, off the page real quick, if I can if I can mention it, let's not forget, Peter Cullen just got his Lifetime Achievement Award mm-hmm. for voicing mm-hmm. Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how old you are, whether you're an 80s kid, a 90s kid, or whatnot, whenever you open up one of those Skybound books, you are still going to hear Peter Cullen's voice, and that's Prime.
1: Yes. Just the work they've done. I mean, and especially what he put in the chat, Daniel Warren Johnson, he's got the touch.
2: He's got the power.
1: Greatest, yeah. greatest song from a movie ever I mean just the entire run they've been doing like I say just coming out of the pages of Void Rivals and just making that slow buzz just with a couple pages and everybody said wait Transformers are back and then putting Daniel Warren Johnson on who we know from Murder Falcon we know from Beta Ray Bill we know from Power Bomb, and especially bringing in that high energy action with a lot of wrestling moves too so you know that's obviously a fan favorite here and just such a compelling drama too, setting up the stages for what we have coming next. And especially, we just had Duke number one drop from Joshua Williamson. That was an amazing issue. It'll probably be nominated for a Cheersy next year, trust me. And then now kicking off this new Energon universe between the three books. It's such an exciting time, and just you know, kudos to the fans or to the teams over at Skybound and Image for putting this together. And like we say, it's just this was one of the more highly contested co- categories too and especially fans were showing up and just really seeing the push too from the write-ins as well. I mean, this just goes to sum up about the impact you, the fans, have at the comic shops and what you're you know, sending the message to about what you like to see debut when you go into every single Tuesday or Wednesday to a shop. I mean, yeah. what, else can you, what else can you say about it?
2: I love this job.
1: <laughs> we, we all love this job. That's why we do this as fans. And we just... You know, tally up talking with everybody on nerdinitiative.com on our respective platforms. This is where we get the nominees from because we're always kind of interacting and just saying, hey, what are you checking out? What are you picking up? And we always see the numbers of the downloads from reviews that we do each and every week on Tuesday and Wednesday, and getting that feedback and putting it together. And so when, like I say, we're putting these lists together. A lot of these just really captured the temp of the room of the comic fan. And now heading into 2024. Next year's Cheersies is going to be bigger, better, you and che- more competition, too. And it's going to be such an exciting time to be a comic fan. We are so thankful that you're taking the time out to check us out and get you know, your votes in and get our opinions and have that conversation, building some positive comic discussion and fandom. One of the attributes here at Nerd Initiative, your home of pop culture positivity... So that being said, before we get on out of here, to my co-host, thank you for joining me on this journey. Turn a page has always been a hit here at Nerd Initiative, YouTube, and social streaming. But before we get out of here for 2023, Matt, why don't you lead us off? Tell the fine folks how to find out what's going on with you and Hops Geeks News. Absolutely. We just did
3: 200th episode where actually these two fine gentlemen joined us to talk about our favorite comic books of 2023. So if, if you couldn't get enough of what we just did here tonight... Go to Hops Geek News, any podcasting platform, any social media platform. Give us a follow. Go ahead, check us out here, and uh, find out what our favorite comic books of two thousand twenty three were. But also, and make you can sure
2: find us. Make sure that when you when you watch Matt's episode with us in it, make sure to leave a comment. What my fine brew was that I just you know threw in there. Just a yeah tom oh well obviously you can find me every single tuesday night right here well relatively every single tuesday night right here on turn a page on the nerd initiative you can find me on all the holy social media platforms um but i gotta say you know biggest event of the year going back was us starting this show Mm -hmm. and where we are now to where we were that is the biggest page that i have turned professionally this year so thank you to Matt. Thank you to, to Ken. Thank you to everybody else out there. Thank you to all the publishers, all the fans, all the writers, illustrators. Also, thank you to the guy in the chair, Rich, yes. for doing such an amazing job. Thank you to Mickey for doing all these fantastic uh, you know, videos. I mean, thank you to everybody. I'm just here. I do what I'm told. That's about it. So I'm just here for you
1: guys. No, absolutely, definitely. Shout out to Rich from 3FN and Wrestling Night Live every Thursday night, 8 p.m. on Nerd Initiative YouTube and streaming. Talking the latest and greatest in pro wrestling, keeping the competition, you know, in check, and obviously keeping you, the fans, engaged about what is really going on in the world of pro wrestling that you should be talking about. None of this other nonsense. We call it right down the middle as we've been doing for years now, and definitely I want to give a shout out again to Mickey Smith, who has been who put the, together the videos and the he is the voice of Nerd Initiative. Let's be honest. And we seriously can't thank him enough for this. Obviously, Michael and Tony and the, you know, the team there at Nerd Initiative, you know, the executives, if you will, for putting this all together. And obviously the Nerd Initiative bullpen, the hardest work and review team in comics at me if you think otherwise, folks. It's not bragging when it's the truth. Just saying. And definitely thank you again to the publishers. Thank you again to the publicists. Thank you again to the creators that are putting this all together and allow us to do this. We love doing this as fans. We continue to do this going into 2024 and beyond. And simply thank you again, last but certainly not least, to you, the fans, for making your voice heard, supporting comics, and let's make 2024 an even bigger and better year. And before we get out of here, let's end it how we always do on Turn a Page. When you're at the comic shops, because it is New Comic Book Day tomorrow, and you have a great issue in your hand, and you see somebody struggling to pick something up, Hand yours off to him. Tell him to turn a page. We'll see you guys next year.
2: It's such a waste of time Swiping left and swiping right On people you could know Cause anyone who's worth a damn view Worth way more than a picture could ever show You can find the right light, find the right angle And never find your soul And it can feel like a losing battle And this plot is full of holes This modern way of finding love Just makes me feel so alone And I can't be the only one Sick of staring at my phone
0: So look up, talk to me A better way to spend our energy Just look up, talk to me We don't have to float
2: alone on the open sea Don't know that I believe in the old-time fable Everyone has just one True love. All I know is you're across this table, and you're all I'm thinking of. So look up, talk to Swiping left and swipe and right on people you could know Whoa.